Supporting all artists from I-80 to I-72. Featuring riveting commentary on the local music scene. And intimate interviews with artists and local legends. And we wrote half the set right before we went out. Halfway through the practice, they announced that I'm on the team. So I'm like, Dang, nice. wow. you know what I mean? Because yeah. I do think that it is easier to be male mm-hmm. um, yeah. when you're a musician. But we are very much from Peoria, Illinois. Yes, yeah, I don't I don't burn churches. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing our part in keeping the heart and soul of the Illinois music scene alive. This is Talk the Pulse. Everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Talk the Pulse podcast. We have a quite the interesting episode today. Yes, uh, but what first, Ooh, Mitchell's first. Mitchell's got a mustache and a goatee. Yeah, I shaved and I kept a stash as a joke, and uh, everyone told me to keep it because they unironically liked it. So that's my life now. But it's throwing me off so much. <laughs> it's distracting. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, I'm, but... I'm like, have to sit next to him instead of in front of him so he can focus. Yeah. So, so I, I'm not looking at him right now. It's mesmerizing. Yeah. So, but yeah, so... Um, Clifford long... has a... Clifford has an interesting episode planned for yeah, us today. Yeah, because I didn't get us a guest. <laughs> Good job. That's... I mean, this is a cool idea to that I fair, To be fair, neither did I... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm the one I pulling most do. of the weight here. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so sorry, Mike and Matt, and sorry to every, anyone. It's just been really busy lately, and yeah. I uh, was too busy to just text anyone to, um, you know. You silly fool. But um, I did reach out to Josh Kane, and I asked him, because a year ago, he uh, he created a little short documentary. Uh, it's on YouTube that is about the Bloomington Normal music scene, which is cool because I didn't even know that existed. And yeah. we, I, I don't know if I mentioned this already. I'm totally listening, <laughs> but we had him on the show pretty recently. He's from Pretty Pleased. Yes, uh, and I did uh, not mention that. So okay, good. You. And yeah, he made this documentary about the scene here and I had never even heard of it. Yeah, Mitchell's never until seen now, it. literally. So. I think I'm pretty sure Take the Pulse shared it before. And yeah. it has like a article about it. It's made about a year ago, so yeah, it's still so. pretty recent and relevant I would say. And so yeah. we're planning to just give that a good old watch and just kinda give some thoughts about it. So Yeah, so yeah. Perfect. Let's get uh, right into it. And the name of this documentary is called What We Do Is Not Illegal. Do you think we're in this at all? No, we're not. What the... Josh Kane hadn't met us yet at this point, so... No excuse. We're legendary. (laughs) My name is Josh Kane. 
I've been attending and playing in shows in the Bloomington Normal music scene for around four years or so. I wanted to delve into the history and find out more about the scene's roots. So I sat down with some friends I've met over the years. Let's hear what they have to say. Uh, about your involvement in the scene before this year? Uh, well, I've been involved in music since I was a fan of music. And that's been since I was a little kid. So this is interesting because um, this was made before... I don't think the night shop had been opened yet. I oh, think really? I, uh, yeah, because I can... Like watching this video, I could kind of hear some like construction noises. Mm. Yeah, and I remember when this this came out, I hadn't even. So I work at Night Shop, and is this like when it was being built? Yeah, that's crazy. I'm, well, remodeled. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is Chris Goldwitzer, my boss at Night Shop, owner at at Night Shop, and uh, just getting into the history of the Bloomington Normal scene because he's been here longer than any of us. Yeah. He's so old. So <laughs> he's so old. Sorry, guys. Chris. Older than God. us. So anyways. It's like in the double digits. Yeah, I know. We're, we're in the double digits, you <laughs> oh, idiot. Oh, no. no. That's not good. Uh, I started playing guitar in junior high, and I started playing in my first band, per se, my freshman year of high school. It was early mid-90s. As I got a little older, I started to realize that there were shows happening all the time, mostly in houses around the area, and mostly surrounding uh, Illinois State University and just a lesser extent, Illinois Wesleyan. And the, the houses, would, houses would change each year, uh, depending on who lived there and who was motivated to throw shows. And uh, really great bands would play all the time, and time would eventually show these bands would become huge. Okay, so. Yeah. It's really interesting to hear about all these old house venues, uh, especially now that, you know, I'm still somewhat of a fresh baby boy in the music scene. You know, I'm a couple years in, but. Yeah. Um, like, I remember we played at House of Representatives. That was kind of a somewhat long-term house venue around here, yeah. if I recall. And it was, like, and it we was played, like one of the last shows. Yeah, we played one of the last shows there. And we keep on playing last shows. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, Bubble Bowl, yeah. House Reps. And it's it's kind of cool to be getting to see all these uh, house venues that we've gotten to play at, like we did Roadhouse recently. And we've even kind of put the place I live at. We've sort of turned that into a very rare occasion of a house show venue. Yeah. Um, we've only had like three shows here, but um, Red four. Low, as we call it. But Red Low. It's kind of cool to see the reputation behind some old places that even I haven't heard of because I find myself pretty familiar with it now, but it's really cool to learn more about the history around here because I've never... It is. Weirdly, I've never thought much about the history of the music scene here past before... Yeah, you're like, oh, wait, there, there, yeah. was, there was a music scene before us? Like, I'm trying to picture Bloomington and the, the scene here in the 90s must have been super interesting. Yeah. Probably, sure. like... I mean, it's already pretty punk-heavy, I feel like that's faded away a little bit, but back then I bet it was just like '90s rock bands, like just 
but it probably also was a lot less too. So I bet local bands back then probably had a bit of a bigger reputation. Um, I don't know. I just yeah, found I mean, that there interesting. Have been, there cool. have been, been big bands that have come from Bloomington Normal. Yeah. Um, I just can't think of their names right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> the Normals. I'm trying to. Yeah. <laughs> the Normals. <laughs> My boss at CSN. Yeah. yeah, we need to have them on the show sometime. That'd be fun, yeah. It'd be cool. The Normals. Look them up. Um, uh, so, yeah. And m- many didn't. Many fall off the map. High calibers of talent that come through on the, the tiniest possible stage. Or, or even not a stage at all, in, in a basement or a kitchen or a living room or something. There was, uh, the first one that I would go see shows that was the Inferno. Back in the day, it was a basement uh, somewhere in downtown Omaha. There was the Lacrosse House. What else? Uh, the Prairie House was another, uh, for me, a big one. It was right by the Bloomington Public Library. The Q and Not You played there. They were an awesome band. The Good Life played there, which was a cursive side project. Connor Obers from Bright Eyes was there. Um, there Bright was, Eyes? Uh, yeah, really. House. Like Connor, yeah. Connor, the lead singer. There. Was there. The That's band awesome. Band, yeah. The pool party house. There was the kitchen, uh, Das Fun House, um, Lake House. There's there's just been so many. It's, it's right. hard to keep track. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a few right now, mm-hmm. as you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's um, it's it is like you were saying. It's very interesting to go back to that because. Um, when I think of when I first got into the music scene, mm-hmm. like maybe 2012 or something like that, yeah, it's so weird to think about because at least the part that I was involved in, because when I first got into it, I was more uh, exposed to like the hardcore scene. Yeah, that was a especially when I, I mean, I joined in 2016. You, you have four years on me. It's even interesting to think about what it was like in 2012 Things have or changed 13. so much. Yeah. Because... Um, and that's just four years. I'm like, imagine like 10 we, years ago or 20 years ago. We had different venues back then. Like, we had... I think we've... Uh, we've talked about this before in an episode, but we had we had the Firehouse. Yeah. Um, which is a shame that this, the stage is still there, but it's being used. It has tables and chairs. Yeah, on it. it's, it's not so for weird. shows anymore. But yeah, I played my first show there. What was it? Uh, Coffee Nation? Coffee Nation. Is that it? Yeah, yes. Coffee Nation. I went to one show there in high school. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I remember someone, I think it was one of my classmates or something was playing there, or maybe, I can't remember why I was there, but I do remember going there and there being a show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's <Yeah>. it, <laughs> but that's crazy. But yeah, that's that was the only time I ever went to a local show really yeah. in high school. So I'm, yeah, and then there yeah. was Cherry Berry. Cherry Berry. They yeah. had a uh, section of their building. That's so uh, weird. To right me. next to Fusion Brew. Yeah, um, such a bizarre place to have shows. But I mean, it's kind of cool. I mean, it was big enough like space because that's like a chain, but isn't it's it Cherry just Berry? doesn't. It just didn't. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. It's like I'm surprised they let them. It just do didn't that. have that like. Uh, it's not like really the best vibe that you want for a show. But yeah, like, Cherry Berry. I, come to Cherry Berry. You know, well, <laughs> like not even just the restaurant, but just like yeah. it was like a a white tiled floor, yeah. and like the stage was like uh, next to those open windows, and yeah. um, it's it was just sl- weird, but. Yeah. I saw I saw City Mouth there, and they've become a pretty big oh, band. Oh yeah, City Mouth. Um, and uh, Made from Myths was there. Surprisingly, I never played a show there. Huh. Um, but yeah, it's just so weird. And like, I'm sure there was just there was more. 
I don't know, because yeah. all I was exposed to was just the hardcore scene. I don't yeah. know what the house shows were looking like back then, even mm. if there were. Because you and I both know that the scene changes like every year, and I think it has a lot to do with. Oh yeah, we're a campus town, and so yeah. people come and go. Like, yeah, because people are here for college and then they go. I mean, yeah. like that's even with our drummer. He's like here for college, but then you know he'll be going. Like, yeah, he's done with that, and um, and even just thinking about bands that aren't from here that have played like i remember when we played house of reps and i didn't really even look into the bands we were playing with but they were hardcore like you said you were involved in the yeah. hardcore when i joined you guys we played with a lot of hardcore bands because yeah. that was just the that was kind <laughs> of the main scene and we played with icarus owl and earth groans and i remember being like they were really cool i mean i like music like that but then i remember a couple days later i was watching a video online and it, it was like random where she's wearing an Icarus Owl shirt. And I was like, oh, hey. I was yeah. like, how does she know about them? And I just in my mind assumed they were really local. But then I went and looked up these bands. I was like, no, oh, yeah. I was they're, like, they're like really popular. Yeah. And they were on Audio Tree. Yeah. And, I was like, um, how did we play? Why did we play yeah, with them? Don't we don't know. fit their genre and we're so very local. We didn't fit any of the bands yeah. in that show. But they were, I always, that's one of my most memorable shows because of just how you mentioned supportive. it a lot on the yeah. podcast. It's true. It's just, it's it's a really cool moment of like people that shouldn't fit together, like having fun and together. Yeah. It's just, it's a nice little cute nutshell of what the music scene should be. Yeah, and because so. I was so uh, I had that history with the hardcore scene. That's like one of the reasons why I was so reluctant to do that show. Yeah, it ended up being fun. Yeah, I go. But I was very early. much at home there. It was just like, yeah. yep, this is familiar. <laughs> yeah, that was my first like, this is what it's like to be in the music scene moment. Yeah, that was one of my earlier shows with you guys. I'm pretty sure, at yeah. least like first ten shows, maybe. Yeah, first twenty at the most, but yeah. My name is Jonathan Slowick. I'm a senior at Illinois State, and I have been active in the scene since I first got here in like uh, fall of 2014. Currently, I'm the frontman of the band Spectacular, and I book shows here at the Jungle. The Jungle is a DIY space that we've been operating since fall of last year, ever since the drummer of Spectacular moved in here and we saw the basement and we realized this is perfect. We try to have shows about twice a month and we uh, book a variety of bills. We have bands from all over the Midwest come play. We have local bands. We have, we've had bands from Canada come here. We strive to just put on the best show possible in the most fun environment. Such a good environment there. I loved doing shows at the jungle. Yeah, I do they. I don't think it's. I don't still think. I don't runs. think so. And if they do, they're. I mean, if they are still doing shows, they're definitely just not advertising because I haven't seen anything. Yeah. About well, a neither. Show. Uh, Spooktacular is is pretty much moved because they're in Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so neither. Because um, that was like their place, you know. Neither John nor the others are are there who who lived there are there anymore. So yeah, not sure if shows are still being run. Mm. If they are, I'm very upset that they haven't reached out to yeah. us. <laughs> I mean, even so, I haven't seen any bands or anything mentioning it on Facebook or anything. Yeah. So I feel like it's likely probably just not going on because yeah. they were that was kind of like their space, you know. And True. 
So. But just think about like all we had. There were great shows. Oh there. yeah, the, like we some played of the best there. In Alex and the Exos. Yeah, Spooktacular. I think I Red think, Scarves. I believe played yeah, there too. The the Jungle probably was one of my first shows. I remember where I finally felt like really in place with yeah. the scene. I just remember huh. it being one of those big moments where I'm like, I had a lot of fun and I wasn't nervous and didn't have to think too hard about what I was. It was, was kind of where I got, I was finally at a very comfortable space in the band and I was still kind of new because I did it somewhat early on and I just remember that was one of the first shows where I was like, I'm just going to jump around and be crazy and <laughs> have fun and not care about what people think and it was a dope experience and uh, we played there before Chandler joined us too, so which is why I know it was early on for me. And then our, yeah. when we did play with Chandler there, we were just like loud and crazy, and yep. you know, and that's what house shows are about. You know, not being perfect, but just having fun and having a contagious energy. Yeah. So, totally agree. A la our uh, recent Roadhouse show, <laughs> where <laughs> we were very crazy. <laughs> very crazy. That's how house shows go, man. I almost passed out. <laughs> I almost always pass out. Uh, my name is Ryan Kilbasa. I'm a senior at Illinois State. I'm the singer and guitarist in the band The Fromps. My involvement in the scene this year is uh, I kind of go back and forth between like the Chicago scene and this scene because I'm like, from the suburbs, but I go to school out here. Other than playing shows, I just like occasionally help bands on tour looking for Illinois dates because I know like all the cities kind of in Illinois, at least a venue or two that I could get them in contact with. I like, I like going to shows too. I don't know, just on a whim, I came to like a random house show out here when I transferred here as a junior. That's kind of how I got involved. Plus my roommate is um, dating Melissa, who does like photography for the scene. Mel Rodriguez, photography, I'm giving her a plug. Awesome. We worked at Chuck E. Cheese together. Woo! Yeah, you and Mel. I remember because I, I ran into her at. Uh, it was at the House of Reps. Right? Yeah, that's where I ran into her, and she was like Mitchell, and I was like, <laughs> "What?" And that was kind of <laughs> so that was kind of cool, and uh, that's when I figured out she was kind of doing like band photography, and she's doing her own thing now with photography. But yeah. it was, it was kind of cool to like just run into someone I knew like at a show. You know? Yeah, because that was kind of her start was just yeah, she was pretty new. taking pictures. And she'll talk about, I believe she's uh, right after um, right after this one. Yeah. And um, so it's been a year since then, and she's, a def- she's definitely branched off into, oh, yeah. uh, you know, just mostly doing like her own artistic thing a lot of a lot of portraits but yeah a lot of what she was doing at the beginning was taking pictures at shows yeah um i think cedric has talked about like how like that was his introduction into it's a really good way for photographers to get some really like intense experience yeah i think i think band photography is a good way to kind of get your handle around the the camera just figuring out how to because it takes some skill to get a good band photo because people yeah. are moving around and it's like it's hard to make a photo look good i right. mean you know you can have people just jumping around looking stupid and it's like ha but like <laughs> you know it, i think it it's a good way to really yeah. up your skill level yeah and but it's bubble, also, sorry go ahead no uh, uh well it's also really good uh, really helpful for the scene honestly yeah. uh because mm-hmm. i think you know, taking snapshots and taking video, like, I think it's very impressive. Yeah. I mean, you guys can't see it, but at the beginning when they were showing, like, video mm. and all that, uh, we kind of touched on this in the episode with Nap House Studios, but it's very important to, like, 
I guess, document yeah. these moments, whether it be through photography or video or yeah, totally. whatever, uh, just to have that there. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting because, like, we were – she's mentioned this, but we've – we were like one of the first bands that she ever like yeah. took pictures for. I, was she even taking pictures at that show? That it House was more video, I think. But I remember seeing video of us playing like Bout of a Saint or whatever. And I was, I remember going up and watching that. I think that was one of the first time I saw us on video. Um, one of the first, maybe not the first. Yeah. But I was just like, whoa, that's like, and I was like, man, people need to video and take pictures of bands more at shows yeah. so we can, like, <laughs> see our side. And, like, it's also cool, and not to say it's, like, we're going to be super famous one day, but for bands that do make it pretty big, like, how cool is it to go back yeah. and see house show footage of you from your hometown? Yeah, like, exactly. And be like, like, imagine seeing, like, if Nirvana had done a little house show, like, when they had 10 fans and getting to see yeah. footage of that. Like, yeah. And then, you know, it's just cool. but I now like to go by Mel. Uh, I go to Heartland and I my major in at Wix Film. But kind of, I want to get into a career where I'm working with a crew, such as a film crew, creating, creating like commercials and I guess advertising. Graduated 2015, went back to school 2016. So I took that year gap to try to figure out what I want to do and then I kind of started going to shows and then I kind of got a camera, and then that's kind of where it all began, to be honest, so. Do you prefer shooting house or DIY shows, or bigger venues? Oh, DIY for sure. DIY is so strong. Anywhere, you know. Uh, there's like the house shows and DIY shows, and all the like pop-up shows and like shops and stuff, like, that's what is bringing all, you know, the like DIY kids together and like meeting people and like, I wouldn't have met any of you guys if I didn't even go to like the coffee house and like see all you guys like perform and stuff like it because that's kind of where all it all started and then like coming back and like making friends and connecting and like it's so intimate like that one show where the guy was just getting in your face it's 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 so scary but it's so awesome and you don't get that same connection when you go to like a venue with like 100 plus people and you get to make honestly like connect with someone and actually like make a friend instead of like a venue where you're just kind of just like this is a quick thought but she does have a good point about the diy scene just having a much better energy than i mean with the exception of night shop because i think night shop has had a very good it's like you know it's an actual venue but i think it mm -hmm. does a really good job of kind of having that like good blend of like diy vibes it's because like a lot of people that go to house shows tend to go to night shop too i feel like yeah but um but just in general house shows are just it's such a different experience and like going to play at some actual place with a stage and like people just sit and watch you and then leave but yeah. having that crowd of people that can just be loud and stupid and crazy and jump around and enjoy your music it's there's something about house venues like and it's like yeah they're unfinished and there's concrete and they're kind of gross but it's yeah. fun <laughs> well people are there except to, for our basement yeah to have they're there to have a good time yeah you know mm. and the, the great thing about house shows is that it's like a 
it's basically like a like a a party. Yeah, it's a, a literally plus, yeah. plus some bands yeah. that play. You know, because totally. it's, it's pretty much the same exact. I'm not now. I'm not really a party goer. Yeah, same. But I have been uh, been to a couple. Yeah, just like I just kind of like stopped by, and I'm like this. Feels like a this feels like a house show, but just without no music, band. yeah, or yeah. without band, yeah. And it annoyed me. And I left. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> I need to play something. I mean, but if you're down, if you're if that's your thing, that's fine. But yeah. like, yeah, and it's very interesting all the relationships that I've made mm-hmm. just through people that I've met at shows. You yeah, know? it's just so much easier to talk to other bands or just people there and people. It's easy for people to come up to you and, you know, talk about why they enjoyed your performance or it's just much more personal. And I think we can all agree that musicians strive on words of confirmation. Like they love to hear that they did good. (laughs) Yeah. They love to see people clap and scream along to their music and jump around. It's just so much better. And you get all of that at house shows like 99% of the time. Yeah. So, yeah. 99%. Yeah. Yeah. There was just that piece on WGLT about the music scene. A guy from Champaign who books uh, the Pygmalion Music Festival. He said that in his opinion, this is Bloomington almost time. And I believe it. You look at what's happening on the, the, in the smallest rooms, i.e. the houses. There's great shows, great touring acts coming through. And you look at the, the biggest stage that you've got, the castle. They're knocking it out of the park with all, all the stuff they're bringing this year. Uh, nice. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Uh, the last couple of years, and this is talking from personal experience, because there was a big chunk of Shore Forest history where we mm-hmm. really weren't playing in town. Yeah. Because I don't know if played in Peoria a lot. We I did. did. I do forget that that was a thing for us for yeah. a while. It was weird. Yeah, it is weird. And like, now we that looks never like do a different like, like time in yeah, our history. We like never do now. Like we are like full on like in Bloomington like most of the time now. Yeah, and I don't know what it was like maybe I don't think there were many house shows going on just like uh, mm-hmm. just a few years ago. I think the Bubble Bowl was like the only one going on yeah. really. Maybe House of Reps, but House of Reps was mostly yeah, uh, booking hardcore bands. I, I also like to believe this is totally cocky to say, but I also think that we kind of kicked in the door and like showed people like, "Hey, we're good," and then people <laughs> started inviting us to play things more. <laughs> but, yeah, um, but you know, I also do think a part of it is I just there's more stuff going on as well. Yeah, you know? and we got and we've uh, brought this up quite a few times, but Night Shop is doing a great job because oh, yeah, they're they're pro- they're. Dare I say they're probably the best thing that happened to the Bloomington music scene? Yeah. At least, like, not, in the not past Not since few Firehouse years. have we had a, a venue like this, and honestly. They, they, like, put on... They have so many people there, and they always pay them. It's just great. Yeah. It's so cool that just, they do that. They don't... You know, they have shows not just on the weekends, but, like, throughout the week, almost, yeah. it seems had some like. good bands play there, too. Yeah. And the Castle also does a great job at, yeah. you know, getting those top-tier local acts yeah. playing. For a while, it just seemed like... Bloomington Normal was just a, um, you know, there was like make music normal or like play, like have a girl playing ukulele in the park yeah. and singing <laughs> and uh, maybe a little bit of a hardcore scene, but there wasn't really much room for us to fit in. And now I remember thinking that Bloomington was specifically like punk and metal or, you know, I remember yeah. 
thinking I could define Bloomington's music scene by just one genre, but shows we've played recently, there's like rock and roll, there's blues, there's jazz, there's folk, there's metal, but yeah. there's plus, us. Like I think Bloomington has become so much more varied with uh, the bands that are coming from it. And there's even yeah. like younger people that are like still in high school, like um, in bands and stuff. And, you know, it's not all just people our age. And I think that's, Awesome. That's yeah. so cool. And I think there has been a resurgence in in-house venues, whereas only oh, yeah. a few years ago there was only like one or two. Today you got um, uh, you got the Roadhouse, you got the Red Low. Yeah. Um, you've got I I forget, but I know that Bridget uh, sometimes does shows at at their place. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm blanking out on the name. And I believe that um, someone else is over at. The bubble bowl. Where, where was it that we were asked to play at New, for New Year's? Oh, it's the golf club or something. No, it was something what was else. It called? There is a house venue that's like the golf club or something, right? I remember you mentioning that. I was like, that's a cool name for a venue. Weird. Possibly. Yeah, but there, there's definitely yeah. more than like two places. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. It's just been a great yeah. past couple of years, and it's totally. very exciting to see. I even remember the last time we played at Roadhouse. I, I remember for some reason, I don't know why, but I was like expecting not a ton of people to be there. And like we went there. And well, there was, weren't at first. And then yeah, all of but sudden, like just... suddenly there was like a ton of people there. And it was like one of the funnest crowds <laughs> we've ever had. Yeah. And it was at a show I wasn't expecting much from. And I just, you, we sometimes really underestimate the, uh, the effectiveness of house shows and how many yeah. people actually go to them, you know? So. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. What we do is, it's not illegal, but it's <laughs> kind of, the cops totally could shut us down if they wanted to, but since our neighbors are all college kids and bars, nobody cares. The good thing about house shows run by artists that understand, kind of like broke kids too in the same scenario, they give you a place to eat and sleep, they give you beer, and they kind of somewhat have a built-in audience. It's not always like well attended, but it's always small, so it looks like it's well attended. Even if you're just playing with other bands, it's you get to meet other people in the work. There's always someone on the bill to meet. We've always like left the show meeting a lot of new people in life. someone whose like parent was a scene vet. Like, yeah, I was in Blown, I was going to house shows back in like 1982. <laughs> I'm 40. I'll play in houses as long as there's cool houses to play, even as I'm maybe viewed as less relevant. It's fine. <laughs> See, even they said that Chris was old. It, yeah, in conclusion, I just think it's very interesting. I feel very lucky to be a part of this scene yeah because uh, for a while obviously honestly i uh i would be envying you know other yeah like other communities other um places around illinois then i would envy their music scene yeah like for a while we were like oh champagne like so much better and yeah or peoria but now it's kind of it seems like almost the opposite at this point yeah it's just kind of weird to say but <laughs> i think we just think of bands that came from those places but um, but we're pretty lucky to have a really dedicated scene here. And I, I do want to shout out night shop. I do think they're probably a really big reason that the music scene is staying as thriving as it is because they're giving bands an opportunity to keep doing something Yeah, and that's helping them build an audience and go to shows. And, you know, I just, 
really like can't stress enough how like awesome it is what they're doing there. So yeah. agreed. Yes. All right. Well, that was what we do is not illegal. Directed by Josh Kane. So thank Heck you, yeah. Josh Kane, for firstly making this really awesome insight into the music scene and for letting us chat about it. Yeah, and if you want to check it out for yourself and see the footage, uh, it's dope. We'll provide. Yeah, a link I'll put for the it. the link to the actual video because yeah. there's some really interesting footage and yeah and uh, photos in there, and you just get to see all the wonderful faces of the. Of the interviewees, yeah, uh, on the videos, especially yep. especially that John Slowick. Yeah, man. it already even <laughs> though it's only a year man. old, it like already made me feel a little bit nostalgic just for like just getting me to think of stuff from yeah. a few years back and whatnot. And it's what's more fitting than a video about the Bloomington scene, yeah, like for a podcast like this, you know? So exactly, good show, good podcast. Yeah, that was really nice. That's it. You're good at talking. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. All right, guys. Thank you. Stay safe out there. Thank you. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. And get good sleep. Be good and uh, don't do bad. Call your mom. Call your mom. Brush your teeth. Mm -hmm. And um, don't ever question what you're doing with your life like I am right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. (laughs) Good night, folks. Or good morning. Good afternoon. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk the Pulse. To learn more about Take the Pulse and the central Illinois music scene, visit us at takethepulse.com. If you'd like to support our podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. Thanks for stopping by, and we'll catch you next time.